he's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a Thursday morning, the last day of June, going into a long weekend. And uh, so, um, yeah, it's going to be another hot one out there today. If you've uh, got some guys working on the roof or in the attic or under the house, any of those tradespeople, be nice to them. Boy, I spent a lot of years doing that, and it can get awfully miserable in a hot Texas summer when you're under a house or in the attic or on the roof or, heavens, even out putting up the fence. So uh, just be nice to those folks that are out there working for you and, you know, take them a little, little lemonade or iced tea at lunch and maybe a cold six-pack at the end of the day. So Anyway, we've got a great program lined up for you. Um, we uh, First of all, we have on the line with me right now as we speak my good friend Jody Gould at the Tejas Smoke Depot. Good morning, Jody. Good morning, Matt. Long time no talk. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, the last couple of weeks we've, uh, we've uh, um, been, uh, I've been out of town on the last couple of Thursdays, and so we haven't had our normal uh, talk and uh, so we're bringing you on early today. So um, the Tejas Smoke Depot, folks, is where you can get all your uh, tobacco needs as well as a whole lot of other goodies, uh, snacks and and drinks and nice and newspapers. And uh, they do have an awesome an awesome walk in humidor. So Jody, tell us uh, tell us about the uh, Tejas Smoke Depot. Well, uh, we're a fine tobacco uh, store. We have all kinds of products for your tobacco needs. We have cigarettes and cigars and under-premium cigars and premium cigars. Um, roll your own tobacco, snuff, all the accessories that go along with pipe tobacco smoking, and we have beer and wine to go along with that, snacks and sodas, uh, newspaper, ice, Trinkets and baubles of all kinds, gift items, you know, whatever seems fun. Sometimes we just bring it in just to see if everybody else thinks it's fun, too. You know, a couple of years ago I was in there. In fact, a couple of years ago. It may have been 10 years ago. But you, you had a, um, a hunting permits for rhinos. You had rhino hunting permits. I believe it was, it was terrorist hunting permits. And, you know, yes. recently, um, and I believe I purchased one from you, recently some governor in some state or some high-ranking official got into all kinds of trouble for uh, talking about those. So y'all be careful right. over there. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, yeah. Do a, do a quick search on that one. It was kind of weird. Uh, but, yeah, um, well, nowadays just about anything will get you in trouble, won't it? I know. Isn't that the truth? So. You're going to have some uh, special hours this weekend and some special prices. So tell us about uh, your prices and your hours this uh, holiday weekend. Well, as you know, it's the 4th of July, our Independence Day celebration time. So we're honoring that with um, a sale Friday, Saturday, and Monday. 
Um, where uh, our fine cigars will be on sale and fine pipe tobaccos and our accessories that go along with that. So come in and, you know, all kinds of things across the board. We just, it's hard to put your finger on any one thing. So come in and check out what's on special. Um, we will be closing early, however, on Monday. Uh, I'm, we're actually opening late after the parade. You know, we have a parade every 4th of July. Mm-hmm. So we're going to open at noon and we're closing at 6 since it's a holiday. Um, we also have a new employee that we just hired, and her name's Macy, and she's really fun. So come in and say hi to her. Um, and uh, as you know, every week we have a phrase that pays. Mm-hmm. This week, because of uh, you know, the 4th of July, we figured this was appropriate. So we'll go ahead and give it to you. Okay. If you're ready, okay. It's a Ben Franklin, so it's a little long, but... Come in and say most of it, and it's well, you'll, it you'll, go. All right, let's hear it. Okay. The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. There you go. The tree of liberty must be refreshed time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. And, uh, yeah, there you go. So go in, give the phrase that pays. And, by the way, Jody is actually physically in the shop right now. So if you want to meet Jody, if you head over there right now, sometime this morning you can meet Jody and get a fine cigar for the weekend, buy your dad or your company that's coming from out of town, get him a cigar for the weekend, and and uh, just go in and check the uh, Tejas Smoke Depot out. Let me tell you where they're at. If you're in Fredericksburg on Main Street, uh, head west on Main Street, and uh, when you get to the Y at the end of the town, uh, go off to the left, and down a wee bit on the left is the Tejas Smoke Depot. You will see it. If you have the kids in the truck, just go ahead and make a counterclockwise circle around the building and pull right up to the window. And Jody or Macy or any of the other awesome uh, family uh, members there will uh, come and uh, take care of you at the window. And uh, so there you go. Folks, go by and visit them this weekend. And uh, Jody... Thank you so much for your continued support on uh, this radio program and for patriotism. Thank you, Matt, and you're welcome also for everything we do is because of you. So I thank you for what you do in your support of patriotism. Thank you, ma'am. We appreciate it. All right, folks, so y'all head by the Teos Smoke Depot today sometime over the weekend and give them a little business and support like-minded people. So uh, the only thing really on the calendar, we got a couple of things on the calendar, July 17th, and after we uh, go on a break here in a minute, we're going to come back and we're going to uh, spend a little time talking with some folks with, from No Time to Run, which is on the 17th. But Tuesday, there is a, on Tuesday, there is a, uh, uh, in Fredericksburg, is uh, going to be a city council meeting and they're going to have a public input on the budget. Now, this is your time, all right? This is your time to go in and and make your voice heard. You know, we've heard over the years numerous times uh, at the state level, at the uh, city and the county level, you'll go in and complain about something they've done. And they will look at you and say, well, why weren't you here when we were planning this? We could have used your input. 
In fact, maybe, you know what they might even say? I don't know if I've ever heard this, but they could say it. They might say, you know, if we'd have known that when we were planning this, we'd have done something completely different. So you never know what kind of impact your, your voice is going to have. Um, so here's your chance on the budget hearing uh, Tuesday, July 5th at 6 o'clock at the Law Enforcement Center in Fredericksburg. Go show up. I'd get there early, get yourself a good seat, sign up to speak, um, and uh, get with. Uh, make sure you meet Jeanette Hormuth while you're there. Folks, I'm uh, going to give you a little bit of a Ben Franklin, and then uh, we will be right back. So let's see. Uh, virtue may not always make a face handsome, but vice will certainly make it ugly. Virtue may not always make you handsome, but vice will certainly make you ugly. Man, I'm telling you, there's no more proof to that than watching some of these uh Pro, pro-abortion pro women screaming out in the streets. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but there's just not too many of those women that, yeah, I don't even know why they're even worried about getting pregnant, some of them. All right, folks, y'all stay tuned. We will be right back. All right, folks, besides knocking things over here in the studio, all is well. I have on the line uh, with me right now uh, Pam Stevens, and she is one of the producers of a film called No Time to Run. And we're going to be showing this film in New Braunfels here in a couple of weeks. Uh, Good morning, uh, Pam. Welcome to the Matt Long Show. Good morning, Matt. Thank you so much for having me on here. appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. We're very excited about this movie and even more so about visiting with um, David, uh, uh, Sheriff David Clark is going to be coming. And so are you, let me ask you a question. I'm sorry. Are you on speakerphone? We're getting a lot of feedback. I am not on speakerphone. Okay. Maybe the radio's on or something. It's getting real bad out here. Let me see. No, I uh, let me get out of the website. There we go. So you're is that any better? That sounds yes. Uh, yeah, that's not near as bad. So there you go, Pam. Sorry about that. Um, just oh, get the, we just want to get the full message out here. So New Braunfels, give us the uh, the who, what, and where on uh, this showing of No Time to Run in New Braunfels on July 17th. Yes, it's going to be at the New Braunfels Civic Center. And like you said, our keynote speaker is going to be uh, former sheriff of Milwaukee County, uh, David Clark. And we're so excited to bring this live event to everyone. I, I'm I am really looking forward to it. I got to see this film uh, last year sometime. It was one of those unfortunate things that the movie was um, released in the middle of the pandemic, and so I am so glad now that we're finally getting out here to share this amazing movie. As a producer, um, it's somebody came up to you at some point in time and handed you a script or an idea for this movie. What? What was it that made you say, I, I want to get involved in this? What, what was it that said, I'm gonna, I want to do this? 
Sure, absolutely. So the um, the executive producer uh, Scott um, Scott he came and you know Scott Avery and Larry Green they came to an event. It was a tea party event that I was attending, and they were speaking about this movie that they were just in talks to do. They were looking for actors, things like that, and different talent. And I, after listening to it, because I am a geek, I love time travel, I love anything that has to do with history, and so when you marry those two together, you have a winning component for me. So I went up to them and I said, I'd like to be involved in the movie, and so uh, they found a spot for me. And uh, I have been, it's been a journey ever since then, it's been a loving journey ever since then, and of course, COVID kind of hit, and um, you know, we, we, we all kind of took some hits because of that. But now we're back on track, and that's what this live event is for. It's to, to get it launched back out there for everybody. We've constantly, ever since COVID, been asked questions for the last two, two and a half years uh, about the movie when it was coming out because it is a timeless movie. So no matter how long it's taken for it to come out, it's still relevant, and it will always be relevant. Absolutely, and that's one of the things I really liked about it. You know, it's almost hate to mention the time travel because the movie, it's almost like a spoiler when we say that. But uh, I'm a big Ben Franklin fan, and when they started talking about Ben Franklin, I sat up, and then when they said Ben Franklin and a time travel machine, man, I was all over that. <laughs> and, and so, you know, I got to meet, I, I did visit with Scott and Larry, and I feel, I felt so dumb because I asked them about that uh, time travel machine. I said, did you really get to... To see that and hold it, and they kind of looked at me like, Matt, you forget this is a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the the real cool part about the harmonica is because it is something that Ben Franklin um, had invented. And mm -hmm. so being able to use that and pull it into the movie as part of the script, that was very important. And so we were glad that we were able to do that. So... The, the, it's you know you hear this all the time what boy wouldn't it be fun to go back and and visit with mm -hmm. the founders and that's what this movie does it takes you back to you get to meet George Washington and even Ben Franklin makes an appearance yeah. in it and uh, so this lady gets to go back and ask very important questions and uh, so that was um, that just was so fun to me to see that. And uh, so besides uh, David Clark, uh, Sheriff David Clark, we're also going to have George Washington is going to be coming and delivering a State of the Union 2022 speech. Tell us about that. I am so excited about that. Uh, I mean, to have George Washington give his opinion and his input at the state of our country now based on everything that they wrote uh, with the Constitution and everything way, way back in history. And so to, to have his perspective from now, it's, it's one of the most exciting pieces of this for me. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited that, that George Washington will be there to give us that, that State of the Union address. And then also we're going to have an American Idol star singing? Yes. Yes. Um, Ariel Tanaka, she's going to be singing there. She's been involved with the movie uh, since the beginning, uh, you know, in, in parts of the movie. She's actually has cameo in the movie as well, and so she's excited to be there and to, to bring us her, her amazing talent. 
Um, and so it's going to be an amazing event, and I can't stress that, you know, how, how excited we are to bring this to everybody and that we want everybody to come out. I mean, tickets are only starting at, at, at only $10, and so come on out, bring the family, make a day of it in New Braunfels. It's, it's going to be amazing. So what time does this event start? If you have uh, the regular ticket, because we're going to talk about another ticket you can buy here in a second. Mm -hmm. But if you have a regular ticket just to see the movie and, and get to hear the speakers, what, uh, what, time do you, what time does that event begin? That begins at 4.30. So you can come on, the doors will be open at 4. Uh, but the other piece of that, like you were just mentioning, is the VIP, to where you can have a meet and greet with, uh, with former Sheriff uh, David Clark right before the event as well. And that, those tickets start at $40. So it's, it's trying to be, in, you know, let everybody get a, get a feel of what's going on, be able to have that one-on-one -on -one time with, with uh, Sheriff David Clark. And if you just don't want that, if you're doing some other things during the day in New Braunfels, you just want to come out to see the movie, you want to come out and hear George Washington speech, um, you want to hear David Clark speak, then you can just come on out for that as well. And like I said, that starts at 4.30. So where can folks go to get tickets and maybe watch a preview or find out a little bit more about the movie? They can go to our website, which is notimetorun.com. Um, and then you can be able to get all of the information is there. They'll have a link there to where you can go ahead and order your tickets and get your tickets. If you're unable to get onto the website, you can purchase tickets at the door as well. There are There is limited seating, so I do encourage people to go onto the website in order to buy the ticket. But if, if that's something you can't do or if you've got some last-minute guests that you're wanting to bring, you can purchase tickets at the door as well. You know, we have a, um, uh, I don't know where you live, but here in the hill country, we have a lot of people that are afraid to drive at night um, because of so many deer. And so the great thing about this event, and for our listeners here in the Kerrville and Fredericksburg area, is that this is essentially a daytime event. And so by the time it's over, there will still be daylight out. And we've done a little math and calculations and you can make it back to the hill country with still with daylight and not have to worry about the deer. So I want to thank you guys for uh, planning that in the uh, afternoon to get so many more of our people that are further away to get there. So thank you so much for that, Pam. Are you going to be there? Oh, absolutely. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be speaking. The other associate producers are going to be there as well. So you'll actually you'll get to meet the production team. We're going to have a couple of actors from the movie that will be there as well to, to be able to talk to people. And we, we definitely wanted to make sure that we took into account that people don't like to drive at night. And that's why we had it a little bit earlier in the day. And it's still light outside. It'll still be light by the time everyone leaves the building. Uh, you can make a day out of it in New Braunfels. Who doesn't love to spend a day in New Braunfels? I mean, it's, it's a beautiful city. Absolutely. You know, I hear they have a famous diving pig in New Braunfels. So <laughs> go, go. I have not met the diving pig yet, but apparently there's a pig in New Braunfels that dives and swims. So look, go early. Go get you some lunch there in New Braunfels. If you want to, you can go find the diving pig and then make it over to the event center for no time to run. <laughs> Pam, it sounds like you don't know about the diving pig either. I don't know about the diving pig, but I have to tell you, my, my interest is definitely peaked. I, I, that's something I definitely have to look into. There you go. 
All right, Pam, we're looking forward to uh, seeing you over in New Braunfels on July 17th. Again, the website is notimetorun.com. I have seen this movie. I recommend it. Please bring your kids and your grandkids and and your nieces and nephews and anybody you Absolutely. know. Yeah, anybody you know under 40, just drag them along. Make them drive you. That's what I tell people around here is, you know, let some younger person tell them, you just don't feel like driving, and would you drive yeah. me over there? Hey. And then you can trick them into going in to see in the movie, see? Absolutely. A carpool. Everybody carpool. Who doesn't love a good road trip? That's right. Absolutely. you got to get them Thompson grapes and uh, the uh, cheese uh, and peanut butter crackers. Uh, that's my wife's uh, road trip stuff. So, Pam, thank you again. Okay. Thank you again for coming on. Folks, y'all go to notimetorun.com and uh, check it out. And we're sure looking forward to meeting all of you on Sunday, July 17th. Absolutely. Thank you. I look forward to seeing you there. All righty. All right, folks, there you go. So appreciate that call from uh, Pam Stevens. I look forward to meeting her. I've already met several of the people in the crew as well as a couple of the actors. And um, just uh, you'll you'll enjoy this. It'll be a great afternoon. Um, folks, y'all stay tuned, and uh, we'll be right back. Um, we've uh, got some Texas House uh, Republicans that are already talking about some bills you might find interesting. So I'll tell you about that. Stay tuned. All right, folks, we are back. By the way, you know you can find this show um, for about a week. These daily programs stay up on the hillcountrypatriot.com website. And uh, so you can also go there and listen and live stream from there. See, my mom listens on our live stream in Northern Ireland. And uh, so, you know, if she can listen to it in Northern Ireland and you know, you're on a road trip somewhere in, in Oklahoma or, bless your heart, or in New Mexico or somewhere, and it's 9 o'clock in Texas. You just um, you can just hook your phone up to the to your car. But you, most of us can. My wife uh, has an older vehicle right now that's awesome, older vehicle, and it has still it has a CD player in it. Which is very cute. I mean, it's that slot. It's great for holding mail and important notes. You can just stick them right in there, and uh, they're right there on your dash. But for most of us, you've got uh, internet access in your car, and you can uh, you can listen live streaming. And then also for about a week, you can pick up your programming there. And then I do my best to every day um, get the daily program up onto numerous other podcast sites like Spotify and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and Radio Public and Breaker and Pocket Casts and Podbean and who knows where else you can get it out there. Uh, most of my listeners, and when I look over onto the podcast site, most people are using either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, 
And uh, I personally like Spotify really well. You can share it there. And so you can go there. I've got over a year's worth of programs up there now. And uh, you can go there and you can go back and find interviews I did or just find uh, interesting programs that I did. You can share them with your friends. But anyway, those are up and available there. And uh, hopefully in the next few months, I'll probably, I'm going to do my best to uh, get a website up. Um, and uh, when it comes to social media, folks, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't think I'm too old. I think I'm just too set in my ways. Um, I just remember when I first got on Facebook, I just remember, well, the first issue, and we're all way past this now, but the first issue was all of those old friends that you really did not want getting in touch with you. They found you on Facebook, right? And uh, so I went through that, uh, like most of us probably did. But honestly, I, I, I just, it, it just never did anything for me. Social media just didn't do a thing for me. And I would get on there, and I would just feel like it was just a stinking waste of time. Now, I understand that uh, as far as communicating and growing communities um, and getting with like-minded people, that it does an amazing job with that. I have recently signed up, and I have uh, the Fredericksburg Tea Party account on Truth Social, and then I have my own FBG Matt account on Truth Social, Probably we'll go in and create another one for the radio program, but it's it's going to take me creating a new habit um, of you know actually going there every day and doing something without being suckered into losing four hours um, while I'm doing so. So anyway, uh, my apologies to all you social media freaks out there, but I am just it is. It just doesn't fit into my life view, and, and uh, I, nothing against it. I think it's great, but uh, it just doesn't, just never did a thing for me. But I'll, I'll do my best to uh, be a little more active on Truth Social and put some things up there. So anyway, I've got an article from you from the Texan today. It's very interesting, and of course, this is we're still going to be talking about this uh, recent. Um, Supreme Court decisions uh, that were made on Roe v. Wade. And uh, so um, we've got two House representatives now, Harrison and Oliverson, are going to file abortion drug bans in the next legislative session. I was, um, I was either listening or watching something in the last couple of days, and there was a discussion with a state who was going to be banning, um, banning uh, abortions, much like the state of Texas. And the question came up was how, you know, you've, you can get these abortifacient, what they're called abortifacient drugs, abortifacient drugs, and those are drugs that literally expel a uh, fetus out of your body, and uh, you can get those in the mail. And uh, so if we're going to be outlawing abortion, but someone can go online and order the pills, and so the question was asked, how do you deal with that? And, of course, you know, the obvious answer is that's much tougher than just saying locking the front doors of, of an abortion uh, uh, factory or whatever you want to call them. Um, and uh, so what do we do about the, uh, about the drugs? Well, 
Even though Texas law currently criminalizes abortion by any means, all right, so that means you would still be breaking the law by getting that drug through the mail. However, under Texas um, law, we cannot, um, you cannot um, charge the mother, right? You can only charge the doctor or whoever performed the abortion. The mother is not legally liable in Texas um, law, if, if I'm reading it correctly, and I may, may, someone may correct me on that. But um, and so, but someone has to, uh, someone has to uh, prescribe this drug. And if let's say you can mail order it, I'm pretty sure you need a subscription for it. So the in order to control this, um, the uh, they're going to have to control the doctors and the pharmacists, and that is who will be, um, th- that is who would be either subscribing this or distributing that and so um, these two um, Republicans again uh, Representative Harrison and Representative Oliverson are going to uh, put in a bill that will somehow deal with that and I'm not sure that the law in fact I'm sure I know it hasn't been written yet but uh, that will be something that these two are going to be working on. It'll depend on, of course, how far it goes depends on where will that bill, what committee will that bill end up in front of. Now, just from the track record of Dade Phelan and the House leadership over the past few years, um, if Dade Phelan is not replaced as Speaker of the House, uh, I mean, he probably won't be, um, it, Chances are that any of these bills like that, that Dade Phelan's going to want to stay as far away from these bills as possible. And you go, you may say, wait a minute, Mr. Long, Dade Phelan's a Republican. Surely he would go along with this. Well, I'm not sure if he will. He, neither he nor the governor, Governor Abbott, neither one of them like messes. They don't want a lot of people screaming and yelling up at the Capitol. They want everything to be neat and clean. And so this bill may get filed. I'm going to predict that it will be put into a committee run by Democrats and that there will be a hearing very, very late in the session on this and it won't get through. Um, And so that's my prediction. If you want to write that on the calendar, that's where I'm thinking uh, this uh, will go. Um, let's see. Um, uh, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland, who's been out of the country when all these decisions were made, he asserted that the states cannot ban Mifepristone based on safety concerns. And uh, he said uh, his agency, HHS, uh, Secretary Javier Becerra said his agency would work to, quote, increase access to medication abortion. Now, one of the things we have been hearing about that the left has been saying and screaming from their top of their lungs is that this means every, that even if the the life of the mother is in danger, that uh, they're going to still force you to have that baby. That is so not true, all right? Um, in fact, every state that bans that is banning abortion right now, including the state of Texas, allows for, for procedures 
to evacuate miscarriages, to treat ectopic pregnancies, or otherwise save the life of the pregnant mother. No state criminalizes this. If the mother's life is in danger or if you've had an ectopic pregnancy, and that is where the, uh, uh, the, 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 the fertilized egg uh, implants itself in the wrong place. And if that baby, that egg continues to grow there, it is definitely the death of the mother. And uh, so there are ways when you have those situations in every state, including Texas, that we can do those things. So if your liberal friends say, oh, we're just going to be killing, you're just going to be killing mothers. No, that's not how this is going to work. And uh, so... These guys, Oliverson, by the way, is a medical doctor, and he has said that our commitment to protecting innocent, unborn human life could not be more clear in Texas. He says we meant it when we passed the Heartbeat Act, the trigger ban, as well as the legislation forbidding mail-order abortions in Texas. Now, last year, the legislator did pass a law that bans the distribution of my Mife Pristone and other abortifacient drugs by males. Um, it also, by mail, it uh, also requires a physician administering to verify that a pregnancy exists. Um, and so, and then also need to offer other drugs that will uh, help prevent complications. So, anyway, these uh, Oliverson and um, Harrison, uh, hats off to uh, both of these guys for planning on um, uh, cleaning up this, uh, this mess in Texas and begin the process of saving as many babies as we possibly can. Folks, we're going to take a, a short break, and uh, when we get back, I have a, a story I ran across um, in PatriotPost.us. If you're not familiar with that website, Check it out, patriotpost.us, patriotpost.us. We'll be right back. Uh, looking through this is a website i just found and i'm very embarrassed that i just found it it's called patriotpost.us uh the reason i'm embarrassed is because uh, doing a little research uh, whenever i find new websites or new organizations i need to do a little research on them because as we found out i believe on tuesday with the pastor greg that uh the log cabin republicans the uh the 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 homosexual um, movement uh, that calls themselves log cabins they've rebranded and now of course they have the term conservative in their name and so we'll all go oh look it's a new conservative group how awesome and so you need to um, always double check and do a little background when a new organization pops up or a new um, a new uh, website or something like that pops up and it you know proposes or uh, asserts to be all conservative and all that you need to check it out 
In fact, if possible, find out who, who the, who's the person behind it. Um, and so anyway, so I'm very embarrassed. Um, when I found out that PatriotPost.us is one of the oldest conservative uh, websites, uh, news sources on the web. It's been there since like the beginning. And so anyway, I ran across this article yesterday that ended up getting into one of my pet peeves, one of the, one of the things that uh, I feel very adamant about. So I'm going to actually read you the whole thing. It is uh, written by Emmy Emmy Griffin, E-M-M-Y Griffin, uh, was published on June 29th of this year at PatriotPost.us, and uh, the title is called Post Row, Where Do We Go? And the subtitle is, This is Where the Reverting of Power Back to the States Gets Real. Emmy writes this, With last week's Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization decision officially overturning Roe v. Wade, the states, and therefore the people, are now given back the power to decide whether or not to permit abortions. In some states, there will still be abortions even up to the point of birth. In other states, the practice will be severely restricted or outright banned. Now that the power has been given back to the people to decide, the work really begins. And then she's got a title for this uh, uh, next section. It says, there are still going to be crisis pregnancies. Whether a baby was conceived in a terrible assault, such as incest or rape, or conceived through the failure or non-use of contraceptives, or conceived at an inconvenient time, you know, the loss of a job or the death in the, a death in the family, Crisis pregnancies are still going to occur. Men, women, and children in those circumstances will need the free resources provided by crisis pregnancy centers. These centers provide medical care, counseling, clothes, and diapers, and community support. The brave individuals who staff and volunteer at these centers are on the front lines. You can support your local crisis pregnancy center financially or with your time by volunteering. Some mothers may choose to make an adoption plan. These children will need loving homes. The adoption system as it is needs a lot of fixing. This is an opportunity to build something good. She goes on, and by the way, this is I'm reading directly from an article written by Emmy Green in PatriotPost.us. Name of the article is Post Row, Where Do We Go? Now I continue. Pro-abortion activists are not going to stop pushing for abortion to be federally mandated. They see the overturning of Roe as merely a temporary obstacle. By hook or by crook, they're going to ensure that every woman has the right to bodily autonomy, forgetting, of course, that in most cases the choice she made to have sex was the exercise of bodily autonomy. Abortion advocates are going to push abortion pills, concealed data about the dangers of ingesting said abortifacients, and continue to dehumanize the life in the womb. As spectator writer Erica Anderson observes, abortion advocates in these areas are more concerned with access than maternal safety, and there's plenty of reason to question their agenda. Anderson goes to cite a staggering 2016 report which found that um, 
2,400 health and safety violations occurred at 300 abortion facilities across 39 states. This proves the lie to pro-abortion slogan, safe, legal, and rare, even when it's legal, abortion is unsafe for the mother and is definitely unsafe for the child. The fact that rogue district attorneys are going to refuse to uphold the law is not particularly surprising. In California alone, the devastation of San Francisco's Che Boudin, Chesie Boudin, and Los Angeles County's George Gascon are siding with criminals at the expense of the law-abiding in turning that once beautiful state into a hellhole. It's astonishing, however, when prosecutors flat out state that they won't do their job if an abortion case is brought before them. Ironically, Californians have also shown the rest of the country what to do with prosecutors who are derelict in their duties. Recall them. This is a tremendous feature of a Democratic point, uh, Republican. It's the point of giving the power back to the states, as SCOTUS did with Roe. The American people have gotten their voice back on issues and now have more power to hold their representatives accountable at the ballot box. We have a long way to go, but the fight is a noble and good one. Lives are still hanging in the balance. Okay, that was an article from uh, Emmy Griffin on PatriotPost.us. Go check that site out today. The t article is called Post Row, Where Do We Go? Now, what got it was where, what got my attention in that article is the middle section. There are still going to be crises pregnancies. There are still going to be women going to crisis pregnancy centers. They, these centers, and we have them here in the Hill Country. We have them in, in, in Fredericksburg, in Kerrville. Nearly, you know, every one of these uh, communities around here, if you're pregnant and it's unexpected or if you're pregnant and it's your first time and you don't even know what to expect, and, you know, there was a time when we all lived, uh, lived around our home and this and that. You may be a, a young woman who's pregnant or a, or a, a man who's just found out uh, his uh, young girlfriend or his wife is pregnant, and we're we don't even know where to start. Where's the direct? Where do you buy the book? The directions? Did you get a? <laughs> there is there a direction book out there? You know, Doctor Spock. I don't know. I think that one's a little bit old. Um, but um, the, these pregnancy centers, even now, more than ever, are going to need your help. They're going to need counseling there. They're going to need clothes and diapers. They're going to need community support. In fact, there's going to need to be some uh, folks that step up and say, you know what, adoption uh, sounds like a good idea. If you're that, um, if, if this uh, uh, saving these babies is important to the point where you think you would like to raise one of these babies we've just saved, oh, my goodness, man, my hat's off to you. Um, and I want to thank you for those people who are willing to do that. But the point of all of this is if we want smaller government, that means we have to become bigger. So smaller government means bigger us. And uh, if we have uh, counted on the government to take care of these folks and we're now saying, no, we want the government out of this, then it's up to us to step up and fill that void. In fact, I have said it a couple of times, wouldn't it be great 
to wake up someday and uh, the whole uh, the whole food stamp program has just gone away and you'll say oh all those hungry people no wouldn't it be great to wake up and that the whole food stamp program had gone away because we as christians were taking care of those around us and that uh, there'll always be poor but there's always going to be christians who are there to help take care of that it is time to step up as christians and um, if we want to get rid of abortion, it's time to step up now to take care of these 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 emergency pregnancies or crisis pregnancies. We need to take care of these women and girls who have gotten themselves into this under whatever situation. And I didn't mean getting themselves into it, but finding themselves in this situation. In fact, uh, James, uh, in the book of James, uh, chapter 2, verse 14 what use is it, my brethren, if someone says that he has faith, but he has no works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is without clothing or in need of daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and be filled, and yet you do not give them what is necessary for their body, what use is that? Even so, faith, if it has no works, is dead, being by itself. So the whole point of all of this is if we want a smaller government, that means we as citizens and especially as Christians need to step up and, um, and start filling in these blanks that we have let go for so many years. Uh, special prayers today for my mom. She is in the air right now as we speak on a Dublin to Dallas direct flight. Uh, Judy uh, McCorkle still needing some prayers. Uh, Pastor Greg needing your prayers, please. And everybody traveling this weekend, be sure to tune in tomorrow. I have an awesome interview with Mayor Gerald Hoover of Fredericksburg.